0: What is good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist. Just wake and be. I am your host, Bleas, just a human being a multimedia artist in the 21st century. Episode 29. Artificially Intoxicating Looking within and pulling something out, it's much harder than it sounds. Staring at a blank page can be a bit intimidating at times. What am I going to write? Does anyone even care what I have to say when I go off on these tangents that I'm so passionate about? And recently struggling on focus and i know it's because of social media but it's hard when uh, that is what i do create content for myself and others it's hard not to want to check all the apps all of the time how is this post doing maybe i should have posted it differently this doesn't go for all of my posts uh, For myself, Uh, they're not all well thought out or anything, but some, especially on YouTube and TikTok, are ones I hope I am applying what I'm learning to these posts and trying to make them get more outreach. Um, I watch videos or live streams from guys uh, from vidIQ great channel with a lot of YouTube insight. I want to give them a shout out as I've been watching their live streams uh, and they put out a lot of helpful content and during their live streams, they uh, answer questions from the community. It's really cool to see. Um, And in watching these live streams and just watching their content, you know, we need to separate that there's valuable content being put out there. Um, and we need to be able to decipher what is valuable content, what is positive and progressive content being put out versus the bullshit garbage <laughs> that's posted Um, to make for a, a better timeline. But some don't know how to do that as the valuable and helpful content and the bullshit gets mixed in together. And then a person starts engaging with the bullshit, which tells the computerized algorithm that you want to see more of that. And a lot of what triggers that engagement is triggering anger and frustration. So it gives you more and more of that. And then you start to see less of the valuable, meaningful content from your timeline. Now apply this to years and years of seeing this bullshit garbage content. Starts to really have an effect on your thinking, even if you're aware of it, aware of it happening. Uh, it still gets it's tiring, and they do make these apps purposefully addictive. They want you constantly on them, um, and it's hard. It's tough when you're trying to create content and you love like the art of it. And you're trying to bring some emotional intelligence to the timeline, um, trying to find that balance. It's all about balance at the end of the day of balancing it out. And it can be a struggle, especially when you start to feel that imbalance and it throws off the rest of your life, really. Um, It's a domino effect. And if you're on social media, we all have our own struggles with it one way or another. If you're an artist, it can be really frustrating. If you care and you're trying to get your name out there, then they're the ones who it just favors. They get lucky. Some think they know why, but ultimately they don't as the algorithm is highly complex and forever updating and changing. Uh, They can say what works for them, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. Um, you know, you could do what they do, verbatim, time it out exactly, and you know after a month or three months, whatever it took them to get to a hundred thousand followers it won't work for you um, and i've had i've had several moments as an artist where i've gotten extremely frustrated with social media um I was a late adopter uh to most of it, and barely used it. Uh, to my own detriment and looking back um, at the beginning. And when I did use it at the time, it was for stupid reasons. I didn't take it seriously or see how it would help me in what I was doing. Um, As outside of that, um, I was still learning who I was as a person, figuring out what I wanted to do in life, who I was going to be, who I wanted to be, what my intentions on this planet were going to be. And in that time, I was looking within trying to pull something out i was discovering my soul and reading into my character who i was you know in this story and so during this you know self reflection it was a very self conscious time as you feel like you don't know who you are um fully and i didn't want to expose that self conscious time to social media And it was also during a time of writing my book and I wasn't showing anybody. And I was also self-conscious about that, of what I was actually writing. You know, did I cross too many lines? Is anyone going to care this and that? Um, So it was a lot of self-reflection in writing that book. And so exposing that and like feeling vulnerable, I didn't bring to social media. I was barely telling people I wrote. Um, I mean, for a majority of that time, I wasn't telling anybody I wrote. Until years later, um, you know, looking back at situations that happened as a kid, writing about it, how I chose to react to that, you know, in that time, um, and how I began to choose a different path of reacting to it going forward. These obstacles, life lessons all become part of the story scars on the skin scars under the skin heart was a gaping hole i tried to fill went to florida and continued drinking like i did in high school till i blacked out (laughs) it was a way of escaping reality um and i did this in other ways too experimenting with different drugs um if it came from this earth in one form or another it was here for a reason in my mind um and i just want to say i think America's perspective on drugs is completely skewed. I think we need to be more accepting of people and less demonizing and attacking them. Lend a listening ear, not some regurgitated advice you don't even understand yourself. Regurgitated advice you don't even adhere to yourself. We all have something we are dealing with. Choose to be kind. Realize that the person you are talking to on any level is probably not telling you everything they are dealing with. Again, be more accepting and understanding, not demanding that others live the way you perceive as normal. What, what is that? You know, Define it for me, please. And then let's dissect that meaning together. And we can go deeper, go further, think broader are you so focused on that whatever that is for you when it doesn't even matter at the end people get you know upset over a television show they actually hate someone they have never met you know on the timeline just raging <laughs> and applying this now you know we go from social media to this next medium Artificial intelligence and seeing what we have seen uh, with these bot accounts that are just computers getting hundreds of thousands of followers, if not millions. You know, they just keep creating on Twitter and Facebook and share these memes and these posts, and it's all just computers running these. And I can most definitely see a scenario where the same people who were so upset over the Bud Light, Dylan Mulvaney situation could be upset over something similar, except that it's not even a real person. They're mad at it's an AI video. Like I can just see that happening. And it, it, again, it starts with writing, you know, looking at these posts and these fake accounts, you know, or these accounts on 4chan, Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, and it being said and repeated by artificially intelligent bots, but it's only through written text. So we've seen so far, and memes with text on them. You know, imagine these bots—the ones that are spamming the same, you know, tweet or the same post over and over again. Um, they're able to actually get different topics trending this way able to dupe hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people into following them and sharing their content, thinking that this is a real person tweeting this. Yeah, it's a computer with all these texts and memes. Now, take that to the next step with AI video, where you would see someone that looks like a human saying this text that they've been programmed to say. They'll be able to have video and what looks like an actual person reading that script. Um, and really what's the difference between that and what we see now with Sinclair local news, they're all giving the same script to read to these different news anchors across the country. And they read it as it carefully implants little words and phrases in the script that, a certain narrative about a topic, and it's highly effective. AI videos will be able to apply this on social media and be way more effective. Think of the qu- this question, too. Who is harder to deceive, an 11-year-old 6th grader or a 35-year-old lawyer? Which side of the political spectrum is going to be more gullible of false narratives? Again, look what we've already seen. What evidence do we already have to say this group of people are going to believe false narratives? The ones who will not be able to tell the difference between a fantasy and a reality. We're seeing the blurring of the lines time and time again. So many are not even conscious of it. Still blows my mind to see this in 2023, especially friends and family that I have posted about this very topic of watch out for bot accounts, seeing people share from these bot accounts, inputting their information to find out, oh, what character am I? Or what you know, animal am I? Let me plug in all my information. And then a week later, oh, wow, I was hacked. Don't accept a friend request from me. It's just you don't even know what you're inputting. You're, you're allowing access to your entire profile. To what? To something you don't even know. I, I still see it. I still see it. People on Facebook, and if you hear this fucking podcast, stop fucking inputting your fucking profile into these fucking sites, you dumb fucks. I'm sick of fucking seeing it. I'm so just done seeing people input this and then a week later saying that their account was hacked. I've seen it probably five times, six times this year that I can think of off the top of my head. should just name these people. It's just over and over again just getting duped at this point. Oh my god, it's so frustrating. Oh wow, well, let me just go to this sketchy website and input my entire profile. Sure. I'm not going to read any of that. Hit accept. <laughs> and why I get frustrated is because a lot of them and we've seen this in the in the reports, you know, of seeing these cyber attacks that it can be friends of those people that get affected it doesn't even necessarily have to be you going on that site if you're friends with them you can get connected to the the spamware and that's why i get frustrated and that's why there's like this duty to warn because it it does have selfish intent but also tr- trying to help and trying to to warn people to stop doing this you're giving your information to someone in a different country that is going to use it for malicious purpose. It's just, ah, okay. They're the ones that are prime targets for this kind of attack. And also there's a strong correlation between that and them separating from reality and going down these, these holes. Um, And as an artist, I'm all about separating from reality. As long as the person knows they are consciously doing so, you know that you are entering a movie theater to watch Barbie. You know this is fiction. The problem we face right now is that people don't know they are actually living in a fantasy. They have gone down the rabbit hole so far from objective truth into this fixed mindset where they are just hunkered down in this shelter and refuse to come out. They have a fixed mindset and refuse to change given new information. Imagine if our DNA did that over the course of human evolution. Imagine if we didn't evolve our thumbs. Where would we be without our thumbs? certainly not at the top of the food chain as we are now. Where would we be without the ability to see various colors of visible light? Countless other changes that our code of information, our DNA, is what it is today because it has adapted and changed to the environment in a way that will ensure its survival. continues to adapt to change to new information, growth mindset. What we have seen in recent geopolitical events and how they have been narrated by different countries is a perfect example of what is at stake. How will humanity choose to perceive the world? It is a serious question we have to ask, and we have to ask it and answer it right now. How will we choose to perceive the world? Because how we choose to perceive the world will be how the next evolutionary step of humanity will see it. And that next evolutionary step will be what we see as artificial intelligence. But it's not growing outside of us. It will be combining with humans with this technology, allowing people to live longer as it already has been doing for centuries. Humans and technology are synonymous with each other. Wherever you find humans, you find technology. Traces of ancient civilizations are found in the technology they left behind. It's technology that has allowed humans to expand the average life expectancy so rapidly in the past 100 years and will continue to do so in the next 100 years. Ray Kurzweil says in his books that humans will be able to live as long as they want to live. He sees there being a point at which they may choose to end their consciousness. Imagine living centuries in a matter of a second here on Earth. How we choose to perceive the world, time is also perception. Ah, you're an artist. Just shut the fuck up. I know. I know. I know. But I say it's artists that drive change. It's artists that drive the conversation, that can get people to face hard truths about their environment, about themselves. It's artists that can creatively speak truth to power, which is what I aim to do with my novels, Blease to talk about all of our situations allegorically. There's a lot happening right now. Sometimes decades can go on and nothing happens, and there are times where decades happen in a matter of minutes. How many drastic changes have we had in the past five years alone? feels like it's going to take decades just to process that, but it's incessant. Every single day doesn't let up. We can't let up. We can't just ignore it. Uh, it's not cool to talk about that. It's not cool to talk about that. Don't talk about that. That makes people uncomfortable. Good. Cross that line. It's time To be uncomfortable. Earth. (laughs) Mother Nature is uncomfortable right now. She's uncomfortable and she's fucking pissed off. Storm after storm. Can't tell that she's a little pissed off with um, how we've been treating, treating her for decades. Not giving a single fuck. Drill baby drill. Ah, there's nothing you can do about it. These problems are just too far away for me to be concerned with. That is bullshit. That's disrespecting yourself as an individual. It's belittling yourself as a human being on this planet. You know how astronomically rare that it is for you to be living right here in this moment? Take a second just to think about that. Memento mori. Remember that you have to die. That this has to end. Nothing lasts forever. Change is incessant. The only constant in this universe is change feels like we're falling and falling and falling down a never-ending hill, getting battered with one unprecedented thing after another. (sighs) Yet there's only going to be more change, and it's going to happen at a faster pace. The universe is actually expanding at a faster pace than it was a thousand years ago. 500,000 years ago. It's expanding faster. It's having an effect on every aspect, whether we're conscious of it or not. And as this change happens at a faster and faster pace, if we don't talk about hard truths now and we continue to put it off and put it off, put it off, put it off for the next generation, hope for Superman to. Come in and save us. It's not going to happen. We have to take responsibility for our actions. There are some really heavy fights happening right now. So many areas for artists. This is the Indefatigable Artist podcast. So, for artists and really workers across the country, how will this strike end? should end with the workers winning and getting what they want, but will it remains to be seen as we sit here Friday, August 4th, 2023. I just want to say I support them in their fight. We need more union representation, more. And I feel like we're at a point now where people are beginning to see that importance. They've been lied to. It isn't better without them. Did they get corrupt? Yes, there's always corruption. We always have to be fighting corruption. But it's a step in the right direction. Then you have what is happening with the former president of the United States, who was just arraigned for the third time in four months. Case is significant for a lot of reasons. And if you've read my thesis paper, Users with Dissociative Identity Disorder, you will know why this latest case in particular is of significant relevance. And I return to the point about which side of the political spectrum is going to be more gullible of false narratives. What we have already seen, what evidence Have we already seen? What group of people are going to believe false narratives? The ones who will not be able to tell the difference between a fantasy and a reality? Objective truth has to matter. There has to be evidence-based facts that everyone can recognize, whether they want to or not. It's a hard truth. Think of a baby wanting to drink gasoline. The baby believes it's Mountain Dew. But you as the adult know that it's gasoline and will kill the baby. But the baby screams, begging to drink the gasoline. You tell it no over and over again, but the baby insists on drinking it as it thinks you are lying to it and believes that it's Mountain Dew. Will the next Dylan Mulvaney be an AI video, a person that doesn't actually exist? But they have an Instagram, a TikTok. Yes, and it's all in artificial images, captions generated by AI. I can most definitely see this happening. Who will be easier to dupe with these deep fakes? Who is going to fall for them? We've seen already seen hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people fall for fake accounts on Twitter, Facebook, whatever the the platform, they've all fallen for fake bot accounts and shared their posts as if they are sharing a real person. No, I'm not saying Dylan Mulvaney is an AI video. That is, no, I'm saying the next outrage, you know, could be an AI video. And I could most definitely see that. Happening. I can most definitely see people getting upset over someone who doesn't actually exist because they are sharing posts that don't agree with them. And they see that and they're like, oh, that's a real person, but it won't be. But these AI videos, they share their memes and posts with ever so slightly telling the narrative to help continue the fantasy. And the user on the social media app gets to interact with the fantasy, be a part of the fantasy. It's very intoxicating, artificially intoxicating. You don't just have to sit on the sidelines anymore watching your TV. You get to grab your phone and with your highly evolved thumb, write a reply to a post written by an artificially intelligent computer. And you'll get a lot of likes. Meet. Others who think the same way you do. Who share in the same fantasy. And guess what? Guess what? You get to meet them at the rally because your favorite rock star is touring the country non-stop. Who is going to be there other than the grifters? It's the idiots who still believe in Santa Claus. Who tell you that fantasy is real and it's so intoxicating to be in that energy idiot noun a person of low intelligence who is harder to deceive an 11 year old sixth grader or a 35 year old lawyer look at the average reading level of voters it's shocking How low the average reading level is, and how uneducated they really are by design. This is not a blame on the person or the individual in any sense. This is pointing to the environment in which they were raised. I have compassion for their situation. There are more prisons for profit being built than schools in this country less access to education and schools get shut down, defunded. More private schools get built so that the rich can stay educated as they know the importance of education. Look how expensive it is to go to money coming in between a human and more education put yourself on an island, how long can you live eating that green paper? This isn't casting blame. This is a matter of getting them to see it. To see that the same ones they keep voting for are keeping them in this position. How many countries have they visited versus the number of countries the politicians they vote for have visited? How much travel does the average voter do versus the average politician? How many countries does the average politician visit versus the average voter? How many Michelin star restaurants has the average voter eaten at versus the average politician? We all have to face hard truths about ourselves. It's very hard for the ego to do, to admit a wrong, to admit a mistake. I've had to undergo this in my life. It's not easy. And what got me through it was art. It was creating. It was writing. It was designing, animating, painting, all of it. Self-expression, letting it out. saying it out loud just to see how it feels. It's okay to express yourself. Write it out. No one even has to see it. You can delete it right after. Write it, delete it, just to get it out. Let it out of your conscious. It's sitting there. You don't have to carry that anymore. And others need to lend a listening ear. We have to be accepting of others. many of who continue to support the previous president are hurting. They're hurting and they don't know who to turn to for help. Their government, by design and by sheer greed, has deserted them. Corporations have deserted them. Tore out the unions. Pitted everyone against each other. As they say, competition, survival of the fittest. What they don't, overly talk about is cooperation. Cooperation and how Darwin talked about cooperation more than he talked about competition. To evolve requires cooperation. We have to cooperate with one another in order to progress. That requires everyone to face hard truths. To see that everyone as a collective added to this storm we see brewing before us, screaming at each other on the timeline, not even willing to have a discourse. We have to be able to communicate with one another. If we stop communicating, then we'll stop progressing in the same manner, which will matter as we take these next evolutionary steps that we're on the brink of. Technology that is going to continue to rapidly change our environment. Look at what has been deployed in this year alone. Technology that will have the power to magnify the problems we currently face. So if we think these hard truths are hard to face now, that they're too much to face now will be even harder to face in the very near future. What are we going to do about that? Sit back? I'm supposed to sit back because I'm an artist? It won't matter if we... It won't matter if I'm an artist, if we don't have a sustainable environment. It won't matter if we go through a nuclear war based on lies and deceit. Who will be there to read my books? What will really matter then? I have hope for humanity in this time. We're at a very stark fork in the road. Now, I'm not a doomsday I think we're on the brink of that. But like the people who, you know, update the time on the doomsday clock, I keep an eye on it. And, um, uh, I say it with you know with the recent war in Ukraine, it feels like World War III has already begun. Um, I think most world leaders see that and don't want to raise the alarm as they all have financial interests and don't want to cause a panic in the markets before they actually have to. You know, remember the messaging early on; uh, they don't want people panic buying certain items. Kind of feels like the same thing going on here. I also. Recognize the military industrial complex has to keep going in the war ending in the Middle East meant those government contracts had to continue to exist and find another deal somewhere else. So that's most definitely another factor for spending billions on this proxy war. Um, but I do think to a certain extent they know the seriousness of this move and the implications it has. And just look at how fast NATO um, is quickly adding countries. And then talking about this stuff, it does not have to be hostile. We can talk politics. It's not a, a stigma. It's okay. It affects us all, you know, don't be one of those that, oh, uh, I'm not going to vote because it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. If it didn't, they wouldn't spend billions every election cycle. We're at a fragile time right now. Lend a listening ear to someone you care about. Don't just cast judgment and push what you think is a normal way to live. This time that we're in, it pushes my pen. I say all of this because I care. Art is great and all, and I would love to just focus on that, but it means nothing if humans aren't living. This journey isn't long. It's right now, and it's infinite. Go further. Further into the future that lays itself out before you. And if this is my last episode ever, and one of those times that will be true. So I want to say it now, because if not now, when? But I just want to say before I go, one last thing. And if it's the last thing I ever say, I want it to be this. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and comment. It's free to support. A like and a share goes a long way. Softcover novels, audiobooks, and ebooks available at bleast.com. Let's go further together. One step at a time.